Do I got waves? I got waves. Do you got waves? Do I got waves? Oh, you do. <laughs> I was like, um. <laughs> was like, it, I was watching too. I'm like, where the fuck are my waves? Where <laughs> <laughs> It's Morgan. It's Megan. And, and we're in. in. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I need to put this monitoring button down a bit. All right. She was at 10. Oh, God. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, we are loud. <laughs> All right, we're, we're better now. That's good. Yeah. What's up, guys? Your nails are so sparkly. I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> All the nesters loved them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, hell yeah. Fucking go to eye polish. Ask a... Uh, Mary, don't don't get ombre. <laughs> She'll hate oh you. Oh my god! Do you know what's funny? This is really random, but here we are. All right? Yeah. Um. So around the golf tournament time, Vanessa was helping me out on the events committee, and I had my nails done. And she goes, "Oh, I really love your nails. Like, where do you get them done?" And I said, "Oh, I polish on Glenridge, like in St. Catharines." But she lives in Welland, so mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't know if you'd ever go there, but that's where I go." And I was like, "Cool." Uh, I was at her house like a couple weeks ago, and then we were on the subject of um someone, uh. They were, they were like, they were, they wanted to pay for someone to get their nails done, but instead of like finding out where they got them done or like just taking them there, they just gave them money and said, use these for your nails. And I was like, that's kind of okay. lame. <laughs> I was like, I probably would have tried to figure out where they went. Where they go, yeah. And Vanessa was like, funny thing. I was going to get you a gift card to the nail <laughs> salon that you went to. And I was like, you are so sweet and that's so hilarious. smart. <laughs> so smart. Look at you doing your research. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> So, hey, guys. We're back. We are. And on time a second time. Hey. <laughs> look at us go. We're, we're doing good. Season two, episode two, and we haven't uh, started World War Three yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> Relevant. <laughs> you know, we are not on time, but expectations have been set that we are not meeting with this episode. Oh, yeah. Do you mean we are on time? Because you said we're not on time. And I was like, bitch, we just said we are. Did I say we're not? (laughs) Oh, man. I was so confused. (laughs) Sorry. We are on time, but. However, uh, yeah, we're still dropping the ball a a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, So we were supposed to have a guest on this podcast. If you listened to the last episode, Uh, my friend Garrett was supposed to be on with us. I'm a knob (laughs) and (laughs) scheduled it incorrectly. And first of all, uh, we record our D&D sessions now, and I forgot that the mics were at Morgan's house until the morning of our D&D session. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and then so I was like, hey, yo, uh, I got to come over and get the mics. Um, also, remember how we were supposed to record the podcast tomorrow with Garrett? Yeah, no, I'm special. Thought it was last Sunday. Also forgot about it. Uh, he left yesterday, as in Friday. Yeah. Like really early in the morning yeah i'm real sad garrett yeah my boy i wanted to have you know one last hangout but you know like hey tony he'll be back he'll actually be back around our birthdays oh sweet yeah i was like if you're gonna be coming back for our birthdays like we're we're doing a murder mystery oh yeah we're doing it fuck yeah (laughs) so yeah i was like if you if you're coming back like tell us when i claim a day (laughs) we will schedule around him yeah I was like, if it's a little early, a little late, that's fine. It's cool. Yeah. We usually mess with the days of our birthdays anyways, because they're not the same day. Nah. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He was like, okay, I'll be back in March. And I was like, cool. Three months. I can I can do that. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. me happy. Yeah. So, that's good. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about D&D anyway. Because. Yep. God damn. You know. It's just taken over my life. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. We like... The last session we had before yesterday was this, the 7th or whatever, December? The first Saturday of December. So, like, it's been a month and we were all dying. Yep. It was bad. Like, screaming at work, just like, man, I needed to come back. And then it was like, I'm stressed out. Speaking of, when's the next one shot? Uh, I don't know yet. I think okay. we were all just kind of waiting to get back to this before we were like, okay. Fair enough. Now where to? Because Garrett was leaving. Yeah. So... So now, yeah, now we need to figure out uh, when we're going to do our one shot so mm-hmm. we can be ready for it. 
which is gonna be oh my god so much fun yeah did i tell you i have a goose call now no oh my god <laughs> a friend of mine from work sam bought me like it's it's for hunting which is kind of uh. <laughs> but it's it's a goose call and like i i have to watch the videos online because you can do like different calls with it yeah so yeah i was like oh buddy that's amazing you've just fucked everyone in that one shot because <laughs> you bet your buns i'm gonna be using that fucking goose yeah. call that's actually like a really good gift for you <laughs> oh my god okay the amount of like i hate this the amount of notoriety i have around the office for like memes and goose shit and just dumb shit like that is like super weird but also like wholesome and awesome yeah i love it nice yeah that's good but that's not what this week is about <laughs> nah well i mean kind of i'm also known for dean's d stuff around the office so yeah i figured our whole office just wants to get in on the game and i'm like i'm sorry that's not happening we have a lot of people already <laughs> yeah and like that would just be mayhem yeah, absolute mayhem and then they're like well like other people from the office play and i'm like yeah well you like them they're closer <laughs> friends with me we already hung out outside of work and i was like hey i have these two separate friend groups how about i just meld them meld them together yeah. there we go now we all hang out together that's good <laughs> get more into it yes kick first. off with cupidity uh cupidity or the oh fuck me. yeah yeah sorry yeah i fucked that up yeah jesus morgan i'm sorry what the hell you go <laughs> so, <laughs> since this is a D podcast uh there's a lot of just weird shit that's said in D mm -hmm. that you're just kind of like okay um so i decided i would just throw some uh, random terms at morgan to see if she can guess what what it says or what it means. And before we play, I will just go quickly into my D&D &D background. <laughs> oh my D&D uh, &D background consists of whatever Megan tells me about her campaign, that one one shot I did, and making a character for another one. That's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> so. And I usually try and avoid, like, actual terms and shit. Yeah. Because I'm going to be like, what? What? <laughs> and then it involves a whole explanation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a good time. Yep. All right. So... I'll start with uh, Constitution. I feel like I've heard you throw this around before or someone. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should know what it is, but... Uh, I like, don't think I it happened very... Oh, no. It actually happened quite a bit in my one shot. I was uh, going to say, isn't it like a... It's like a, a a save, right? Like you have to roll yeah. and get a certain number for something to not happen or for something to happen or something. So technically constitution is one of your stats. Yeah. So there's like intelligence, wisdom, constitution, strength, charisma. There's a sixth one. Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Can I make a DD and d campaign and just use those as stats? I would love that. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, that would actually be kind of hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I really want to run that one shot now. Pick your favorite drag queens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's one of your stats. And then like like you said, there's like constitution saving throws and stuff. So like there's certain spells that they can use against you. Uh, the the creature thingies that you were fighting at the end of my one shot, the yeah. lens, uh, they're like sonic sound thingy. That's what you were doing was a constitution saving throw. So it's like if you're like poisoned or things like that but i feel dumb because like what does constitution even really mean does that mean like i feel like i'm dumb now because i'm like asking you what it is and then i'm like i kind of can't really define it myself it's like your physical constitution and like fortitude and like your ability. like perseverance like kind of okay but, like your internal constitution so like if you drank poison it would be a constitution saving throw okay yeah yeah okay just your body's physical ability to handle bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so did I get that right or no? You did. Cool. Yeah. Because so technically, one. like, it is a saving throw and stuff. Yeah. Um. AC. Just an acronym, AC. Oh, that's on. That's a stat thing too. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it means? No, because everyone just says AC. <laughs> yeah. If I were to make an attack against you, my role would have to be higher than your AC. If that helps. It's like, um, isn't it like HP? No. So it's oh. your armor class. 
Um, yeah, so it's basically like how strong you are. If you're wearing extra armor, you get a higher armor right. class that adds shit to it. My armor class in our campaign right now is 13 or 14 or something. And uh, Chance's character, Ulfgaard, just got a new shield and his uh, fucking AC is now 23. <laughs> so Damn. the person has to roll really high and then also have a plus, I don't know, something decent to whatever they're using on their attack to actually hit him. Wow. Yeah. That's good. And there's me just getting wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I stay in the background. Fair. <laughs> I have ranged spell attacks. It's fine. Uh, DC. Nah. Oh, wait. I need the definition of this again. <laughs> uh, difficulty class. That's what it is. So I was going to specify there's like spell save DC. Um, I'm pretty sure there's an attack save DC also. But it's basically like if I cast a spell on you, it's an automatic. Uh, if they have to make a constitution saving throw or any other saving throw, really, they have to h- roll higher than my spell save difficulty class oh. to pass it. So it's basically how strong my spell is. So they have to roll to beat that and then still roll to save themselves too? Like they have to do two rolls? Nope. So oh. uh, some attacks use an attack roll. So mm-hmm. that's when you'd be attacking against their AC. Okay. Uh, a lot of my spells don't need an attack roll. It's like they have a saving throw they need to make. And then yeah. if they don't get the saving throw, they take all the damage. And if they do, usually they'd still take half, half damage, which is nice. Yeah. That's why like <laughs> most of my spells are saving throw ones, not attack rolls nice yeah i curated that for a reason (laughs) (laughs) also uh as a wild magic sorcerer anytime i make an attack roll and i roll a one uh i have to roll on the wild magic table which is the table that makes crazy bullshit happen (laughs) wow so far i've been teleported to a different plane i've talked in bubbles and uh, what was the last one that happened Oh, a bunch of like luminescent butterflies just like came out of my body and started like fluttering around. Okay, Chris Angel. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it was really cool. Damn. I was just like, all right, all right, that's fine. Um, Nat one. Natural one. Yeah, girl. <laughs> that's a dice one. Like, yeah. When you roll, you get a natural whatever. Yeah. You naturally roll a one. So yeah. that's like a critical fail, basically. You yeah. just, you fucked it real good. <laughs> You dicked it. Yeah. That's a, that's a bad move. Yeah. That's, uh, it can be really, really funny, though, also. Yeah. Like, sometimes that ones are super good. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally. Uh, <laughs> BBGE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> no. I have uh, no idea. Well, give me a clue. Oh, Maybe I'm sorry. I'll know. It's BBEG. I always say it the wrong way. I still, I don't know. Um. So usually, like super big bosses are called this it's an acronym for yeah i'm gonna say no i'm it's a really stupid term it's literally big bad evil guy (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) bbeg big bad evil guy big bad evil guy that's actually really funny (laughs) yeah i was talking to someone at work and i was like oh yeah or bbeg or whatever for like that thing and they were like i'm sorry you're what and i was like you know, I don't actually know what this acronym means. Everyone just uses it. And I'm like, okay, he's he's our whatever the fuck. Our, our big. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay. That's kind of stupid, but pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'd be easier to say like boss guy or. Boss. Like. The big boy. Yeah, big boy. Big bad. I don't know. <laughs> big bad. Maybe EG. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Big bad evil guy. In case it wasn't clear by the big bad part. Yeah. Evil guy. <laughs> um so hp is the oh my god i was was automatically gonna say horsepower (laughs) (laughs) wow pretty sure it's uh either health points or hit points it's hit points okay cool i was wondering if you were gonna say health points and i was gonna be like wrong fucker (laughs) but never mind you got it thanks (laughs) um crit Mm. um it's just like critical yeah okay (laughs) yeah it's like a crits used a lot for like yeah critical hit critical fail yeah etc etc Uh, (laughs) etc crit etc 
for, se- for a second, I was like, is that another fucking weird <laughs> <No>. definition? <laughs> and then I was like, no, you're just saying et cetera because you're special. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Uh, the last one, and I'll give you like a little bit of a hint as to what it is. I'm more curious if you can figure out what it does. So it's a scrying orb and it's a thing that Mavs has. Is that the one where you can, is that the one that you just got? The one that you can see mm-hmm. into where people are and stuff? Yeah. Cool. So you can like, scrying orbs are a thing that lets you do that. So you basically, that's another um, saving throw. So like when I try and concentrate on someone, they can save against it and okay. make it so I don't see them. But you just said scrying orbs. Guess what that is? What? You said scrying orbs. Guess what that is? And then you said a scrying orb is what? Yeah, so that's, you guessed it right. Okay. But scrying individually is also like a spell that you can get. Oh. Yeah, so I had like scrying and then in bracket orb. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, so scrying is also a spell that you can just do eventually once you get good enough. That's pretty cool. get good. Yeah. <laughs> Does the orb help you learn the spell or it's just an item that lets you no, do the thing? No, it's just an item. Okay. I'm also, uh, the orb has limits on it like i can only use it three times a day and every time i, I thought use it was it, only once i thought it was two but either he changed it or we weren't sure on what it was and also mavs was kind of unclear on how it worked uh, and like sort of apprehensive about using it anyways mm-hmm. so she stopped using it like partway through the week and just let other people use it mm-hmm. she was like i don't i don't want to fuck with this anymore <laughs> nice i don't like this anymore <laughs> uh but yeah so that's cool a guy we know knows how to do the scrying spell Oh, I was cool. going to scry on someone after, I, th- I don't even remember what I asked him, but I asked him something and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till everybody leaves and then try and scry on them with this orb. <laughs> and he was like, do you want me to scry on them for you? And I was like, oh, well, I mean, that was my plan later, but yeah, if you can do, do that it. now and I can not use my orb, that'd be cool. And then he just goes and does it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> neat. Don't need an orb. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm call me jealous. Jeez. Yeah. Damn. Magic jealousy. My gosh. <laughs> um so i got four right yeah that was pretty good you did half not bad yeah i definitely thought i was gonna tank that like hard i'm impressed thank you yeah it's all because of you sure (laughs) (laughs) let's call it that i would contribute some to like will and them and also just playing and hearing us talk well yeah but i mean that would have never happened if it weren't for you go me (laughs) yeah there's that yay me Yeah, that was fun. Ah. So are we going to talk about the one shot first or your campaign first? Maybe your campaign. Oh, I was going to say the one shot first. Uh, No, no. Your campaign kind of got you into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the deal, kids. (laughs) D&D takes over your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like tried playing it before. We had another friend that DM'd for us a couple times and it was like, okay, this is like cool, but mm, whatever. Um... And then my roommate, Chance, and I think Garrett, I think it was like them three started playing originally. And like they used to play in Aaron's room. So like that was just like sweet. I get the fucking living room to myself for an hour. The boys are just in there. Just an hour? Oh, no, not an hour. Sorry. Like an afternoon. Oh, my God. I was like, what? They certainly didn't play for as long as we do now. Okay. But (laughs) yeah, it was like, you know, an afternoon or whatever. And I was like, cool. I get the fucking living room to myself. This is dope. And then every so often I'd hear them like yelling weird shit from the room. And I was like, all right, whatever. (laughs) And then eventually they added a couple more people. I invited Will over. So Mm -hmm. he came in. And then because there was more than four of them, they'd move it to the living room. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. But we have uh, an extra TV, so I literally just set up the extra TV in the PlayStation behind the couch and, like, played Sims or whatever with my headphones on and just ignored them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But occasionally, I would take off my headphones because something interesting was happening in the story, and I'd just kind of, like, sit there and listen to the story for a bit and be like, okay, like, that's kind of cool, whatever, bye. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I got way too invested in what was going on, and I messaged our DM, Eric, and I was like, hey, so, um... What if I came in as just like, you know, an NPC, like for like a session or two, I like worked with the DM to like get some shit done or something. I don't know, like mm, something random. Don't really want to be too committed to it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, like I can make you up a character. That's fine. And he was like, do you like want to write any of the backstory? And I was like, no, that's cool. Like I'm not, I'm not super like attached to it or anything. So like you can just kind of make me whatever. Sorry. Did Mavs come from an NPC? 
not from an NPC, but it was like he made Mavs for me. Nice. I was like, don't like differ too far from like who I am because like I won't be able to RP like <laughs> some crazy accent or anything. I was like, so basically me just in your campaign. Yeah. And at the time we were going to be making um, OCs, original characters. I was like, what is the term uh, for Texas when we went to RTX because we wanted to make cosplays and shit. And my person at the time, because our... So if you watch anything Rooster Teeth, they have this show called Ruby and they put them in groups of four and then they take the first letter of their initials and make like an acronym for their team. Uh, Megan, Aaron, Garrett, and Chance happens to spell magic. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So because I was the leader, I was going to be like a magic rabbit lady. And I was like, cool, make her a character. Just go for it. Awesome. So I did that. I played like a session, got super invested in it. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to go on this other mission. Do you want to come with us? And I was like, yeah, okay. Like that's another couple sessions. And I literally haven't stopped since. (laughs) I didn't actually know that was how Mavs was born. That's awesome. Uh She, I don't know if Eric knew that I was going to stay around longer. And this is just a thing that happens with D&D or what? I, I honestly think Eric just takes a lot of pride in what he does and like the characters he makes so it's not like he would just mm-hmm. throw you a rando character to play if you said yo make it like me he'd be like yep yep that's what i'm doing done and then you just fell in love with it yeah uh so yeah and like she didn't originally have a backstory or anything because i didn't write anything and eventually after i was in the campaign for a while he was like okay so if you're gonna exist in this world like you've been alive for 20 years what have you been doing and i was like uh like i don't know i'll leave it up to you like i don't feel like I know enough about D&D to make myself a backstory I'd be like she was chilling at home mm-hmm. playing video games question mark Are video <laughs> games a thing in this world Dope. sure and he was like okay I'll write it for you and then after he wrote it for me he was like but by the way you get to know none of it it's part of your backstory and I was like okay <laughs> so I basically just spent the last however many months trying to figure out what the fuck Mavs is about while also uh, the world uh, crumbles and sets itself on fire around us. Yeah. Yep. That's also probably a big reason why you're interested, too, because it's like you're finding out more about what you are and, like, people around you and stuff. Bro, there's... The world that we're playing in is so big, and there's so much stuff happening, like, while we're off doing stuff. Like, I don't know how Eric keeps track of it all. This is his first full-size campaign, and I am routinely mind blown by it i saw that message that he sent that was fucked yeah i know <laughs> and then me and me jesse and will are just like wait a minute what 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 <laughs> what you all did the italicized thing and no one yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god listen all the people in that chat except for me know us enough to like yeah see it yeah i mean if you're on desktop it changes which who's on facebook on desktop now i am a lot actually i hate it well because mostly while i'm on the computer mind. editing no not even not even then really yeah it's a whole thing now that's bad dude yeah oh well super embarrassing wow <laughs> <laughs> wow okay i'm just saying i see how it is <laughs> i'm the new zach it's fine <laughs> uh but yeah and then like There's things that don't seem important at the time that, like, they just come back to bite you in the ass. So, like, when I was introduced to the group, I had gone off. He literally sent me this, like, while the campaign was starting. He was like, okay, you're with a group of, like, three other people, uh, Bruce, Dresden, and Darthran. And Darthran is uh, Chance's character's brother. The other two died in the cave with the manacore, like, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, story from there. Let's go. And that was, I don't know, in the summer sometime. I don't actually remember when I started playing. I kind of wish I had kept track of that. But anyways, <laughs> so that all happened. Uh, and then Mav's whole thing is that she's trying to keep everyone safe because she doesn't really have a family. She's got Francis, her, like, adopted father type thing. Uh, she's not with him right now. He's back in the capital dying casually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we all do. So she's like super crazy about just keeping the group in general safe and they're all a bunch of reckless boys and she hates them for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, fucking we're in this temple and she didn't sleep for two of the nights. So like she was just exhausted as fuck 
And she's just like writing in her journal because there's nothing else that she can think to do. And she starts going off about how like she can't keep anyone safe. And she was like, realistically, like, look at my track record. Fucking these two guys died. Blah, blah, blah. All these people died. I've killed Hollow multiple times in that Battle Royale dream we had that one time, which fuck, I haven't apologized for that yet. <laughs> and when I mentioned it to him, I was like, hey, uh, you remember that time that we had that dream and like we had to fight each other? And he's like, yeah, and you killed me like four times. Like it was ruthless. Like you were bloodthirsty, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, that time. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> fuck my life, Kyle. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, so I brought bruce and dresden back for that and he was uh, eric was like wow like doing them callbacks just to fucking hurt me oh i apologize i'm gonna have to stand up for a second oh okay oh uh- <laughs> oh god oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh-huh Oh my god. For the listeners at home, she brought out a notebook. A notebook. Not just any notebook. <laughs> it's not even mine. Yeah, I know. I've seen it before. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh here's the deal, guys. <laughs> D&D is also basically free reign to just torture your friends emotionally. So uh we made it back to the capital after a whole bunch of shit. Like I said, Francis is dying. We finally saw him. He's in okay shape. There's some offers up to fix him. It's a lot. Pause for a second. Is this what happened last night? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Basically, last night, we went to leave uh, the Dwarven capital, which is where we've finished Ulfgaard's whole arc thing going on. Uh, We found out that Elas, which is Jesse's character, made a deal with the really vicious, like... His name's Kirlal, also known as, like, the Devourer and shit. Like, he's a really bad dude. He just fucks shit up. Uh, he's your BBEG. Yeah, he is our BBEG. That's the whole fucking thing. And, like, we've been dealing with him this whole time, and it makes it so much more stressful. Damn. So we were all marked by him, and Jesse made a deal with him basically to, like, kill in his name whenever he wanted. And oh, that yeah. meant that our marks were removed and, like, basically pulled a Hercules, like they can't be hurt or whatever and i was like oh buddy <laughs> okay so that was interesting um <sighs> hollow kyle's character mavs doesn't really believe in gods she doesn't talk to them she doesn't find them particularly useful but she doesn't like get on people for believing it just do whatever whatever doesn't care doesn't matter we go to leave and uh, Kyle bought some really expensive whiskey and gave it to Mavs as a gift, which is like not an uncommon thing. He's like a weirdly nice guy. He buys shit for us all the time. I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> um, so he gave it to her and she kind of like thought about it for a second. And she was like, mm, like, let's do like shots together for like our fallen people or whatever. So we all get together and do shots and Kyle stands behind me and is like gesturing, like, don't drink it to the other people who are drinking it with us. Because he put um, some of Mushu's ashes in the whiskey, um, some of the burnt incense that he has that he usually used to pray with. And then on the bottom of the bottle, he had drawn like a uh, draconic, which is the language that he speaks, like rune or something as like a calling to the gods kind of thing, like an invitation to them in the hopes that making me drink it would then bring me in contact with the gods. So, whoa, (laughs) I drank it, had like a really strong, uh, like Eric was like, you can tell that like, it feels like you're so, so drunk, but like you took two shots. You shouldn't be that drunk. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And Kyle was like, I pick her up and bring her to like a bed to go to sleep. And I was like, oh dude, if I'm tripping this hard and you go to touch me, I shift into a rabbit and run away. So there's just a drunk rabbit running through the house, (laughs) trying to get away from everyone. I end up running under the couch and hiding under the couch oh man and fucking yeah so i tripped and i met a god that's or a goddess sorry um that has been watching me for every breath i take uh but it's freya and she's the goddess of life and that's not the worst okay i'm still apprehensive about it (laughs) i can tell (laughs) but also she got drugged to get there so like she's pretty pissy about that so yeah, she got drugged into meeting a god last night, which was great. 
Uh, and then we left and got back to the capital and like, it's super desolate. We're pretty sure most people are dead. Oh my God. No, we got back to our keep first. Holy shit. <laughs> first of all, my bunnies are okay. That's good. All the bunnies in the garden are accounted worried. for. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was like, the second we got back, we like finished our conversation. I was like, okay, I don't care what's going on anymore. I'm going to the garden. <laughs> I was like, are all my buns? He's like, you're pretty sure all your buds. And I was like, Eric, <laughs> are all my bunnies there? And he's like, yeah, you're like, you're pretty sure blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I would sit down and count the rabbits. I know I left 16 here. <laughs> are there still 16? He's like, yes, all your bunnies are there. And I was like, good, motherfucker. Yeah. God damn it. So yeah, all my bunnies are fine. Um, we have a new employee because one of the people tried to like steal from us or something. So they fired them. We brought on a new guy called Scott. <laughs> and we all immediately started fucking just giving Scott the hardest time. <laughs> And it was so, so funny. And I felt so bad because, like, we were having a dinner to, like, explain to everyone what happened while we were gone or whatever. And he came over and he was talking to us. And we were like, so how do you like the job, Scott? And he's like, well, you know, like, watch on the wall is kind of boring. And we were like, well, I mean, that means you're doing a job, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. We were like, well, like, if you're bored, you can always come in and, like, ask Aunt Lizzie if, like, she needs a hand in the kitchen. And he's like, no, like, she wouldn't want it there. Like, we're giving him all these options to make his job less boring. And then eventually I'm like, well, fine, Scott, sit down and shut up. Like, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Oh, we're giving and he's just like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so then that started everyone else just shitting on Scott. Love it. And I was like, guys, 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 we're taking it too far. <laughs> this poor guy. Elas ended up in a fight with him, but we're pretty sure he's magic of some kind because he wrecked Elas. Wow. So that'll be interesting to find out if he's still there when we get back because, you know, he might hate us now. Fair. <laughs> so we get into the capital and we meet the Ahmed, who's our friend, mm -hmm. uh, who's been chilling there. And we go in and we see Francis and he's like mad sick. So there's Aww. this whole spell plague thing going on in the capital right now. And there's like the first stage is like you're feverish, and like sluggish and whatever. And then the second one is like you're it's like aching. I don't remember what exactly the middle one is. But the third stage is you start getting these like gross black veins all over your body. Ooh. Yeah. So those are a thing that he has now. He's just like oh, sleeping, no. like passed out. And I'm like burp. So that's cool. Um, and there's nothing you can do to... Well, there's a few offers on the table that I can't talk about right now because only uh, me and Tibby know about it. Okay. So I just don't want to put that knowledge out into the world. All right. Um, but so we kicked everyone else out of the room so that Ahmed and the prime director lady could talk to Tibby and I about our options. Literally immediately after that, everybody else started trying to figure out ways to save Francis. And I was like, guys, 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 please stop. I Don't make deals with any more gods. No. Don't, please stop. And they're all just like yelling at their gods like, save Francis. And I'm like, just, just well, Especially because Francis second. wouldn't want that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, okay. This whole time I've been like trying to figure out how I could save Francis. And I was like, honestly, if anyone offered to sacrifice themselves for him, I feel like I'd say no because he wouldn't want that mm -mm. but then there's like the things that are being offered to be sacrificed are kind of like well, it's a whole thing okay but anyways uh he points out to me at one point that i noticed that he's got like a journal on the couch with him where he's passed out and i was like okay cool like oh I'm, man i'm not taking that and <laughs> i was like i wonder if like me just talking shitty to him will like entice a response out of him <laughs> so at one point i was like so I'm just going to like go through your clothes since like you can't tell me no and you've got some pretty cool stuff because his description is like he always collects fine clothing from like around the world. And I was like, so I'm going to go through that and like take what I want because you've never let me do that before <laughs> and uh, you can't tell me no. So I'm going to go do that. And then Eric was like, yeah, so like his jacket's here and then he's got some other stuff, but like his clothes are, you know, back where he was living. And I was like, oh, I, yeah, I guess that's fair. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck my life. And then he was like, but there is this. And like holds up the journal. And I was like. I mean, yeah, fine, whatever. I'll take it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. And then I was like, I'm not going to read it tonight. But then there was a bunch of other RP because everyone else went out into like the bars and stuff that night. And I was like, Mavs would definitely just stay here mm -hmm. with Francis. So I was like, cool. I'm just going to sit here and read this journal right now. Um. So Bruce and Dresden were brought back. Okay. Um, it turns out that like 
Francis had basically hired them to go on adventures with me and like keep me safe and whatever and like report back to him and keep him informed about what was going on. Wow. I didn't realize that when we got back from our first adventure and I came back with the Iron Creed people that I didn't really explain to Francis what happened and why I came back with different people. And now I feel incredibly guilty about it (laughs) because I I just came back and I was like, yo, this is my new posse. (laughs) And he had to like look on his own and be like, so what happened to Bruce and Dread? Oh, they're dead as fuck. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. By the way, Meta Hollow fed them to us. Wow. He like cooks just random things that he finds. And yeah, he took like organs and stuff from their (gasps) bodies when we left and fed them to us like the next day for breakfast because nobody asked. Ew. Yeah, and I was like, yo, if Mavs ever finds that out, she's going to fuck your life up. Like, Oh, my God. Man, boy. She's already a vegetarian now because of other stuff that's happened. <laughs> and I was like, that's unfortunate that I didn't make that character choice beforehand. But oh. okay, <laughs> that's that fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Trip and Vivi are also mentioned. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, there's two points which are actually really cute. There was one that's like. I'll, like, show you the actual journal after. Uh, oh, it was just, like, uh, saw Trip again, lost, like, money to him gambling, got to get better at cards, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't know why Vivian still travels around with him. Maybe there's something going on there, dot, 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 <gasps> question mark. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh. Eric showed me that. I was going to say, have you read this page? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when we were making our characters for the one shot, Eric literally showed me the journal, and he was like, Megan, you can't fucking look. This is for another time. And <sighs> He was like, look, and I don't know if you figured out that it was because of Vivi, but I read it and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also another part where he's like, uh, it's been raining for days now. Uh, Cotton Bottom, which is my nickname from him, is starting to get restless. Even Trip and Vivi can't like improve her mood or whatever. Aww. And then he's like, maybe it's time we teach her B&B. Like, it'll be a cute game to like keep her occupied and stuff. And then he was like. I just really hope Trip keeps that Jacqueline character out of it. Mavs is way too young for that. And I was like, oh my God, these callbacks are too much. I love it. And I'm just like sitting back thinking and I'm like, how long did Trip wait before he brought Jacqueline? Like was my one shot him finally getting his chance? He's been like bugging for years. And I was finally like, you know what? Trip, fine. (laughs) Fine. Fine. You can be Jacqueline. <laughs> but he's never come. She's never coming back. Yeah. She's, this is her one one shining opportunity. And he took it at full advantage. Say like, what an opportunity it was. God damn. <laughs> we'll get into that. Jesus. But yeah. So there's a lot of other like. Because it's basically Francis from before he gets Mavs to uh, the last time he sees her when they leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty ruthless. He doesn't write anything in it like after you leave no that's suspicious uh well we were writing letters to each other for a while because i had a uh, that's ascending scroll so we're just writing to each other and then he got sick like not long after we left right yeah all right we also oh my god on the way back so from the dwarven capital to the regular capital titan's rest um we'd been given at some point this like leaf to use to be had it and so he figured out how to use it. He crushed it. This doorway opened. <laughs> and oh my God, this is like the best thing I've ever seen in D&D ever. Because my character from Will's one shot a while ago, Fala, mm-hmm. because she's an Eladrin elf and she lives for a long time and she became, well, she was a patron to uh, the Fae Queen and became one of her like four season people thingies. She came out through the door and I then got to watch Eric RP being me, which was super funny. Wow. So funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I was at first I was just shocked because I was like, Fala, real, you son of a bitch. And then, yeah, just got lost in watching him try and RP being me because that's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. He gave someone like the sassiest look at one point. And I was like, yep, that checks. Yeah. I approve that, that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was funny. So she got us through the Fey Wilds to the Capitol, and I was like, "This is so weird. <laughs> this is so weird." It was a nostalgic night for you. Yeah, and wow. then so when you're in the Fey Wilds and you leave, there's a chance that you won't remember anything that happened while you're in the Fey Wilds. And oh. both me and Tibby failed. Everyone else remembered, so I was like, "I don't even get to remember this." Like, 
fuck my life. And then when we came out, it's so it's a saving roll you have to do. I I believe it's constitution actually. <laughs> um, it's either or, or it's wisdom. It might be a wisdom saving throw. Uh, but I rolled a nat one the first time. Aww. And uh, I was like, no, I'm going to use, I have this thing called Ties of Chaos that I can use to give myself advantage on a roll, which means I roll again and take the highest number. But when I use it, uh, when I use it the first time, it's fine. But if I reuse it again before a long rest, I have to roll on the wild magic chart. <laughs> and so I used it. I rolled a nat one again. So I still didn't remember anything. And then all those luminescent butterflies started flying out of my body. And so me and Tibby just came back. We're all like dazed, like what the fuck happened? And then a bunch of like glowy butterflies start coming out. And we're all like, oh, pretty. Like, we both just started. We were like, oh, I like hold my finger out to catch one. <laughs> and we're, they're like, okay, we got to get to the capital, guys. Like we're we're in the middle of the forest. And we're just like, oh, pretty butterflies. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So, Yeah. That's D&D's nuts. Yeah. That's not even the fucking tip of the iceberg. Yeah, not even the tip. Nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> not the tip. Um, but yeah, the <clears throat> I actually know a lot about Megan's campaign because like when we get together for like coffee or whatever, it's like, so what's been going on with you? And she was like, well, d and is well, going D&D, on. Well, D&D basically. <laughs> <laughs> so she just catches me up on their campaign and it's actually like kind of fun learning about it the stories are crazy yeah like i that's not even the tip i i just can't yeah for sure because i want to save time to start yes your one shot yes oh my god so everyone started doing one shots will did one but he's also dm'd before and has like pretty good knowledge about it uh eric did one at one point chance did one and then eric was like i kind of want you all to do one shots at one point either like in my world or not or whatever and we were like okay and then garrett was planning his and he messaged me and he was like so are you next for dming and i was like oh no 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 and then i started thinking about it and i was like you know actually (laughs) i mean if we have to wait for yours to be over and then like i'd have time until my you know know, maybe I i have some ideas uh, and then have we like talked about what, what the one shot even was before. I feel like we've mentioned it. Well, you just mentioned it with the B and B. Yeah. But oh, my people heart. probably have no idea what that means. No. So Okay. So my whole thing was like, I wanted what I was doing to affect our characters, but not like in real life. Like I didn't want them to like accidentally fuck with a God or like something crazy like that. But I wanted our characters to remember it. And I didn't want to do like the, it was just a dream thing. Mm -hmm. So Eric and I bounced a bunch of ideas back and forth. And I regret to say that it was his idea to play D&D within D&D. And he's (laughs) like, so Mavs would probably, I mean, for people at home who don't know, Mavs is a wild magic sorcerer, but she was raised by a bard in like his bardic troop, basically, and like travel around with him and whatever. So she was raised as a bard. So, um their troop used to play this game called Burrows. Well, she called it Burrows and Bunnies mm-hmm. or he did or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, it's basically Mavs decided during their year off because they'd gone through some shit mm-hmm. uh, to play B&B together and to bring in her old friends, Trip and Vivi. Yes, <sighs> because Megan's best friend in real life, me, um, it me. <laughs> she found out, I don't know why I'm talking third person. I found out that he <laughs> wanted to do a one shot and that would be her first time being DM, which is dungeon master for people that don't know. I was going to put that on the term list and I was like, honestly, if she doesn't know that it's dungeon master, I'd just be a little disappointed. So right? I'll, just, I'll just leave that one. <laughs> oh, also you've been throwing out RP a lot. That's role play. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't include that. That's fine. Yeah. RP I knew it. Role play for those and not like in the weird way. <laughs> well, it totally, totally can easily get in that direction. I was also just going to be like, not in a sexy way. And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 sometimes man yeah you never know Olgar has a baby <laughs> the whole party knows how big his dick is so yikes like, yeah it's a thing anyway anyway I found out that Megan was gonna be a DM and I really wanted to like be a part of it mostly just because like I said she's kept me up to date with the campaign it'd be kind of nice to like 
and it, it was it's weird to say but kind of nice to meet Mavs like oh, I don't know it was actually kind of cute it was really cool and I was like yeah but just this one shot because I can't commit to every Saturday no. for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not that into it yet so they all asked afterwards do you, they were like do you think she'll get into our regular campaign and I was like honestly no because she can't <laughs> she can't be here every Saturday I'm yeah. here every Saturday because this is my house yeah you guys just show up and I'm like hey, <laughs> hey. are we doing that thing again cool yeah cool 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 yeah yeah no it's it's something if you guys didn't play for like eight hours <sighs> like if you if they were like three or four hour sessions i probably would honestly we just honestly can't get shit done in three hours i know and that's the that's awful I'm, I'm just saying like if it just wasn't like Forever a whole long. freaking and sometimes you guys go super late super late so it's like i'd either be staying at your house every saturday which connor would not like no or i'd be driving home super late which i would not like yeah so yeah that's kind of what it is. I always kind of forgot that Garrett had to drive back to Welland and not just somewhere in St. Catharines like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> He's just casually driving back to Welland at like three in the morning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that would blow. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Actually, though, the way that she got into my one shot was I told her that it was happening and she texted me and was like, can I like read it when you're done? Because I was talking True. about writing it. And I was like, well... You can't really read it. Like, I guess I could write it out after it happens <laughs> and, like, write the story then. But, like, and then she, I'm pretty sure you asked. You were like, can I just be in it then? And I was like, what? <laughs> what now? And then I immediately asked to call her and, like, lost my shit over the phone and was oh, like, yes. Uh, yeah, that was so cute. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, walking back from my break. <laughs> I was going to say, you were at work just, yeah. like, screaming, like, yes, 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 please. <laughs> and then I went back to work and I was like, guys. <laughs> Morgan wants to be on my one shot. <laughs> they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm jacked. And like, they didn't even know what the concept was first. So I literally just called you and was like, so this is the concept for it. Are you down? And you really can't. I was like, dope. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to talk to anyone else about it yet. So like, wicked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So in real campaign, we were actually a bit ahead of that. So we were kind of going back in time. And Jesse was involved too, but his character wasn't in the story at that time mm -hmm. so we just kind of decided there was a few things so our dm was playing and we either wanted him to play as francis or as a really good friend of mavs theo and i was like well like francis would be good because he'd be a good like reference and shit throughout the game but he would be actively out to fuck with mavs so I'm going to play with Theo instead because oh, he's youthful and innocent. That would have been really cool playing with Francis, though. No. <laughs> but he did a really good job as Theo. He did a splendid job as Theo. I low-key forgot that Jesse didn't know who Theo was. I was talking about him at work the one day after because his playlist was updated and it made me cry. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm like crying over Theo. And Jesse kept being like, who's Theo? Who's Theo? Who's Theo? And I thought it was this dumb, like, Harry Potter joke bullshit. Yeah. And then eventually Will said something, and he was like, okay, but who is Theo? And we were like, oh, you actually don't know who Theo is? <laughs> and he's like, no. And we were like, oh. <laughs> well, fuck, sorry. <laughs> oh. And I was like, that was who Eric played. He's like, I know that, like, that that was that thing, but, like, I don't know who Theo is to you guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was, he's Theo. And then I decided that, uh, Morgan and Jesse were going to be like barred friends of Mavs and Francis. So like, they've known her for a while. It's chill. They know how to play the game, whatever. Uh, and then we were working on Morgan's character for the one shot. And she was like, isn't my character going to exist in Eric's world? And I was like, no, like they're just ones that like we're making up for B and B. And she was like, no, 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 no. But like. I'm playing a friend of Mavs, so, like, doesn't that person exist now? <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. What have I signed no, up No, you're totally right. You're 100% correct. And then I messaged Eric, and I was like, so I'm pretty sure I know I'm right. But and he was like, yep, no. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. So I just gave him more characters to hurt Mavs with. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. So that's Trip and Vivi. Yeah, I'm Vivi. Yeah, that was mentioned in the journal. And then, yeah, now that's come back just ca casually to haunt me. Because honestly, you brought the notebook out and I was like, that looks familiar. So when you said it wasn't yours, I was like, 
It must be Francis. It must be Francis's. <laughs> and I hate saying like it's Francis's journal because I'm physically holding it in real life. Yeah. And I hate. <laughs> I hate. Yeah. But anyway, so we played B&B. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. It was really fun. And actually, so just to toot her horn a little bit. Oh, man. So it was the first time I played D&D ever. And I thought it was really, really cool. And all the people at the table said that besides Eric, Megan was their favorite DM and Ew. that the story was really fun. Yay. So it wasn't just me thinking that it was amazing. There was like, and I should have known it was going to happen just by the characters that I let them play. And like, it was a like a circus type theme so like it's a it's gonna get off the rails it's we're circus folk it's it happens yeah um but yeah like the first couple hours just trying to get everyone introduced and like get us fucking going it took us like three hours to actually get anywhere yeah and i was so fucking frustrated by that point <laughs> and then i just like but it's funny because everyone was still having fun <gasps> that was literally so i i looked at the computer for like okay what's next i got this i got this all right and then, like, I sat back and I was waiting for everyone to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, looked around and, like, everyone was laughing and, like, having a good time. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes my stupid little heart warm. <laughs> like, this is this is nice. I like this feeling. Is this how Eric feels every week? I like this. Yeah. I can see how this would be addictive. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, damn, I would not be able to write that much story all the time. No. But it's, like, it's a good thing to, like, keep you motivated to, like. Oh, Yeah write and stuff and even the little bits that i've been writing for mavs like in the campaign like i'm only writing letters to ahmed right now but that's obviously not gonna be a thing anymore um but so tibby writes journals and he's mentioned because uh, mavs reads his journals yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole thing uh he's mentioned her joining in too and mm-hmm. i was like I don't know, like, she doesn't really like to just write to herself, like, eh, it's just a whole thing. But now, uh, Gareth's character, Caden, is left. Right. But he's not, like, gone forever. And, oh, my God. I actually, I got a vision of him, and it kind of broke my heart Aww. of, like, him training in archery. And, yeah, I was like, oh. Um, but I feel like she would write in, like, a dear Caden type thing to, like, yeah. kind of keep him, like, up to date on what's going on with the group. And I was like, so, like, I'll probably do that. That's nice. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say about the one shot, I mean, there's a few things, but one thing I All wanted to say before we get too far, um, I loved how much my character like took you by surprise. Oh my God, <laughs> this bitch. Okay. There's so many things about D&D that like, I just didn't really catch on to. And like, the big thing is free will. Like so often people will be like, can I do this? Or like, blah, blah, blah. And you were just like, yo, I do this. Because, like, so we were all at the camp. I had to send them to into, like, a town to get directions to somewhere. And I was like, okay, go into town. Like, find out where this thing is. Report back. And immediately, Morgan's character was like, I'm going to stay back here. And I was like, (laughs) I got fucking shit all planned for the campsite. But sure. (laughs) Sure, you can stay back. I'm not going to tell you no. And then Chance was like, I'm also going to stay back. And I was like, yeah, why not? Like... (laughs) just do whatever yeah so they all left and i'm like i'm dealing with that and whatever and then i check my messenger and like that's the big thing too is like some people will like call it out out loud and i check my messenger and i just have a message because she's a druid that can wild shift and she's like if i shift into a bird and follow them do i have to tell them and i was like oh no (laughs) no you do not my darling little bird (laughs) hell no so then it was only chance that stayed behind so i tortured him with the fucking goose which was the best thing ever that was really great especially since you had no plan for back there and then you were just like you know what I literally I was trying to figure out something for the goose and I was like I feel like I'm not gonna be able to like force a situation for it I got the stats I'll just keep it in my back pocket wait for a good situation and I was like oh Oh, oh, this is perfect. Oh, yeah. And Chance played it up so well. Yeah, he was the perfect character for yeah. it to come after. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. So that was hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, when they're all like in the city or whatever, and I'm like, Morgan, roll for perception. And Eric's like, she's not there. And I'm like, Morgan, <laughs> roll for perception. Yeah. And you're like trying to ask Will and Eric, like, is that the, this one? And they're both like, you're not there. And I'm like, roll for perception. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, yeah? I gotta move your car, so I don't know if you want to stop for a sec. It doesn't show up on your... Oh, it's gonna be loud. All right. 
um yeah when will and eric were both like dude no i was like she's telling me to roll i'm rolling like because I, I didn't want to tell them i was following I didn't them want to either. i was <laughs> yeah. like can you just shut up and tell her what to fucking pick like <laughs> god damn it i was like what happened to not argue with the dm y'all come yeah. on come on and that was the best too because like shortly after we took a break and then they were like asking me during the break, like, okay, why are you rolling when you're not there? Like, I don't get it. Like, are you having like a secret? And I was like, dude, just play the game. Is that what we're here to do? Just play the game. And they were like, damn. Fast, bitch. Yeah. Because I didn't want to tell them. No, I oh, I was so happy for that. And I was like, yep, nope. You're yeah. just you're just sneaking after them. And then they yeah. all just walk out of the bar. And you're just there like, sup. <laughs> what up? What up? How's it going? Yeah. I'm just hanging out here. Because this thing, I actually did really enjoy playing. But like I said, it's just a big commitment for your specific yeah. campaign. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get uh, roped in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you did really well. I really so enjoyed it. So did you. Oh, it was great. I, I like couldn't sit down by the end of it. <laughs> I was just like standing <laughs> at the end of the table like, okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was also a little upset that I couldn't keep my hood up. I was too hot. I was wearing a onesie. Yeah. For, <laughs> for context. <laughs> a rabbit onesie. Yeah. I was fully engrossed in the Mavs mm-hmm. thing. It was great. That's kind of cute that you wanted to meet Mavs. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so D&D is, uh, interesting. Yeah. And takes over the lives of, uh, even the people you know. Because mm-hmm. when they ask you how you are, you're like, oh, well, this weekend at D&D. Yep. <laughs> like, that's how Rosie and Haley are now involved in it, because Jesse and I used to just go off about it in our group chat, and they were like, what in the fuck? <laughs> and, like, we had talked about it, like, at their house and stuff at uh wide nights and stuff and mm-hmm. they were like i mean like we want to play but like not a whole campaign we were like i mean we could totally do a one shot you know you guys could like come watch our campaign one time and it happened to be like the most emotional fucking session ever <laughs> everyone's just crying and they're like is this what you guys do every week and we're like it's not quite this bad every week but like basically <laughs> This is basically how we roll. And they're like, and you do it for that long every week? And we were like, yeah. Did they stay for the whole time? Uh, Basically, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think Rosie pieced out like just before 11 or something. And then Haley pieced out around like one or something. Wow. Yeah. They like just missed like the ending a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was impressed. I was like. See, like if it was a thing where you guys started at like four, (laughs) went to like 10 or 11, that's something I could, you know what? Fine. That's cool. But like, yeah, a lot of times you guys go to like one in the morning. To be fair, we have been trying to keep it closer to 11 now because the landlord, not the landlord, the lady downstairs hates us. Right. But we've also just discovered that like if we just keep it quiet past 11, then we're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Because then she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. You just can't be obnoxious assholes. Yeah. You know. Like you are. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah. uh, Final thought. Telling people I played D&D is really weird. First of all, because they don't expect it. And also because a lot of people don't know what D&D is. And then you're like Dungeons and Dragons. And they're like, yep. um, that nerdy game that people used to play in like the 80s. And I was like, yeah. You ever seen uh, Stranger Things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> but like, it's kind of way cooler than that. And it's a really weird game because it makes, to be fair, depending on the DM you have and like what campaign you're running and stuff so my opinion might just be totally to just our campaign yeah but we deal with a lot of heavy shit in our campaign like people have died that we know they've been like gone on spirit quest fucking chances baby died but like also just now he has a baby and has to deal with that fucking shit yeah my like father figure is almost dying like it weirdly kind of teaches you how to deal with stuff like that I don't know if it teaches you how to deal with that, but, like, kind of forces you to experience it. I was going to say it gives you exposure. Yeah, and, like... Kind of makes you think of what if this happened to me mm-hmm. in real life kind of thing. And, like, in a situation where, to be fair, again, other D&D groups might be a little different, but, like, our group is really, really close. So, mm-hmm. like, getting to deal with those things and kind of experience them with a group of people that you're already comfortable with is actually really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, Garrett leaving was, like, a double fold because we lost Caden and Garrett. And I was like, okay, Megan feels this about losing Garrett, but Mavs feels this about losing Caden. Yeah. And it's like, that's the other thing, too, is you have to think about everything through, like, a okay, this is how I feel about it. Yeah. But now how does this person that I'm playing feel about it? And honestly, this might be a little off base, but for me, when I was playing that one child, it almost kind of felt like 
I was not like doing improv, but like kind of like I was it like is. kind of like acting as someone else. And it was really fun. It's a hundred percent like you. And like, it sounds so lame to be like, you leave reality for like that time. Yeah. But like, you really do. And like, yeah, as people with acting experience, we might do slash feel it a little harder I think I think so so like we have an easier time creating those worlds and like understanding that kind of stuff in our heads Mm -hmm. but like it's really interesting yeah when it's done right I think like a lot of the hang-ups that I've known Mm -hmm. like from other people and specific like I can kind of feel it too where it's like a lot of people don't really like to think of the you know we're warlocks and elves and dwarves and like you know like because I actually, there's another podcast I listen to who always has a guest that's like a D&D, like hardcore person. Like mm. he runs a D&D podcast. That's cool. Yeah. And he was always talking about like a lot of people don't realize that you can make D&D literally whatever you want. Like mm-hmm. you can make it set on earth with humans. Yep. Like you don't have to have it be like magical things if you don't want it to be. Nope. Like you can have it be anything you want, mm-hmm. which I think it might be cool to do something like that. Like set in our world, maybe in a different place, but like mm-hmm. different people, like that would be kind of cool. We have uh so like the world we're in right now is basically one that Eric's like created and like we, it's not like modern technology or anything. It's very much that like typical fantasy type setting yeah um when chance did his one shot it was i can't remember if it was actually in the same world or if the world was different or if we were just like further forward in time um but like the final fantasy games how they have all that like magic almost machinery mm-hmm. kind of thing and like floating taxis and stuff and neon oh. lights and stuff so like he had actual like cities and stuff in his like that's big cool. like vegas style stuff like that yeah so like i mean with his story that would make sense exactly and like so stuff like that can change yeah so like yeah we haven't super differed from stuff like that but i think it's also because like eric kyle and will all have like a really solid knowledge in like the reg quote-unquote regular yeah but like it's all transferable to whatever setting because like my thing was like i really liked playing the character that i made for your one shot Mm -hmm. and like the other character i made for the other one shot we're gonna do is Mm -hmm. like i think it's gonna be fun but i don't think i could keep that up for a long term Mm -hmm. because he's like it's an animal and i can't really relate to like its instincts or its motivations that well Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i just i can't really see that being his long-term thing it's gonna be fun for that night yeah but like I don't know. I think it needs to be a little relatable. And I think that's what other people don't get. Yeah. That's all. That's why, like, when when I made Mavs, I was like, okay, like, she's a rabbit sorcerer. Like, she's going to be skittish and, like, not trusting of things. And so, like, anytime people are like, why are you so, like, suspicious? And I'm like, I'm a rabbit, dude. <laughs> you ever dealt with rabbits? Like, yeah. they typically don't really trust anything. They don't like being picked up because they think you're going to eat them. Like, yeah. that's just how rabbits do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah having a character that you can actually like personally relate to and like not even necessarily that you're the same but that like you understand them mm-hmm. kind of also <laughs> with us all being different races and stuff so i'm five feet tall i'm like slightly shorter than i am in real life mm-hmm. uh hollow's like a six i want to say he's almost six feet uh dragonborn so he's like a little taller um I'm going to go with Mushu because I don't remember how tall Aaron's new character is. Mushu was like six foot something, cat, whatever. So I'm like an average height. Um, They're like a little taller. Oh, Elos, Jesse's character. He's a Goliath. So like he's pretty big. He's like seven, seven or eight feet or something something like that. I don't know. Um, (coughs) And then we have Tibby, who is a four foot tall uh, gnome. (laughs) And... Wolfgard, who is a, I think also like four foot something or other uh, dwarf, or maybe like three foot something. Yeah. So I very often forget that some of our party is actually shorter than me. Yeah. And it's hilarious. But what I find funny, one of the things I do know about your campaign, specifically with Tibby, <laughs> is that his hat makes him the same height as you. Yeah. So <laughs> Tibby's four feet tall, but his foot, his hat is another foot. So that brings him up to five feet. I am five foot tall plus the ears. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tibby's actually stopped wearing his hat. Why? Um, Character development. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also have started hiding my ears. Oh. And uh, there's like a some shit going on with my backstory. Wow. Um, if anyone's ever seen Avatar, I feel like it's sort of loosely based off the moon princess thing. Oh. Because, so my magic comes from a crystal behind my heart. My mom had the same one. She was like super sick and the crystal stopped her from being sick, I guess. So that's where the magic comes from. 
um when i was a kid there was like this person called the guardian basically and like you got chosen to be the guardian but like we didn't really know anything about it um i was taken by francis and them from my mother before whatever that was happened (laughs) uh but i had a vision of her being like put there's like this dude that i've now been watching uh he like laid her in a pond and do you know much about avatar yeah okay so uh her hair was white like mine and like it went to black like it does like in the movie and shit and she's just like i'm unclear on if it's like sustaining something or stopping something from happening but like it's it's doing something and she's Hmm. stuck there so that's cool (laughs) um when that happened the dude that like put her in the lake was like oh like i finally figured it out now i just need to find her daughter or whatever so when i had that vision i started uh like braiding my hair under my ears or over my ears sorry wow uh and i got a ring of disguise in the last session and i've now made my hair brown and my eyes brown wow yeah (laughs) that sucks she doesn't trust shit man yeah Uh, i also think she's gonna leave her hat with francis Mm. yeah damn Wow. Yep. <laughs> well, that was a lot about D&D. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, like you said, people don't expect you to even play it, but also be so into it. So into it. I talk about it all the fucking time. And the one day, I think it was after the session where Garrett left, I came back in on the Monday and my manager, Joel, who's like nerdy guy, owns a comic book store, like also plays D&D and stuff. He was like, oh, hey, like, how was your weekend? And I was like, oh, like, honestly, kind of sad. We had our last session with like one of our friends for D&D and he was like, play D&D and I was like yeah dude Jesse and I talk about it all the time yeah how do you not know this <laughs> like with the, whatever whatever Joel it's fine yes I play D&D <laughs> I know it's surprising I guess for some reason whatever yeah I just don't talk about my personal life at work that's fair <laughs> except for when I'm yelling about D&D <laughs> but whatever um yeah that's there's so much more detail yeah, um we might do a part two eventually yeah if uh I mean if anyone's interested <laughs> funny enough we as a podcast are sponsoring a website for our D&D session because we wanted to record it for Garrett to hear while he was away. And they were like, oh, we'll just email it to them. And I was like, I think you strongly underestimate the limits of file sizes in email. Yep. Because, wow, your email doesn't give a fuck about you sending files. <laughs> no. Nope. And they were like, well, let's just upload it over Google Drive and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I'm the only one with a Google Drive that has enough space for that. So how about instead of fucking around with sharing files with you on Google, I just post it on the website. Yeah. So we now have a sub website. Yeah. <laughs> from our own domain. You're welcome, boys. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to, it's uh, selftitledclub.com slash dice hyphen bags. Oh, that was a whole thing too. <laughs> so our our group name is the Iron Creed in the game. And I... I assumed we would just go with that for uh-huh. the url and they were like no we want to give ourselves like a name because like other DD podcasts do like critical role and like oh. shit like that so we spent like a fucking week just spitballing names names the hardest part and then someone made a survey someone said dice bags which was already kind of funny and then someone made a joke about the fact that we could then call ourselves d bags <laughs> and that so that's a little funny yeah no that's perfect <laughs> yeah so it's a uh, dice hyphen dash whatever yeah. Uh, bags there is a password on the website right now uh i think it's being taken off once i finish the website if you really want to look uh message the facebook page yeah and there I can we go. Give you the password. i'll give you the password yeah so Weird. also put the link in the uh description yeah i guess that's easier so yeah i'll just link it in the description uh it's just from recorded sessions from like here on out so there's a yeah. little bit of backstory stuff and then like character descriptions and stuff i'm actually like really happy with how the site turned out yeah so but whatever. Yeah, that's that. Yep. Thank you to my friends for uh, emotionally torturing me every week. Yay. And giving me the uh, wherewithal to do it to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I texted you. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't have an idea. I just. Oh, that's fine. Oh, well. Um, The next episode's a surprise. Yep deal with it we're we're on time but we're still trash a little bit that's fine that's never gonna <laughs> go away no no we're we're improving we should change the name of the podcast to like dumpster fire or something Dump- honestly dumpster fires are us we should <laughs> I, like i'm a little tempted let's rebrand <laughs> i mean we want to remake the website anyways all right let's have this conversation okay off air. Yep. all right <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>